Welcome to Paranormal XL Podcast. Gigi here, and without further ado, we have Mama Mary back on. It's been hi everyone forever. Hello everyone. It has, and it just makes my heart so full that you're finally back on. I miss you so much. I know, right? I've been doing what I what I call solo sods now. I haven't released any because we're not (laughs) releasing any until well next weekend, but. Yeah, they're not nearly as fun. <laughs> it's me drinking a lot of wine. And then and then <laughs> you got to hear the one I sent to Marky. Because <laughs> I got this book. It's called, um, oh, now I can't remember what it is. But it's like ra- random myths that we always thought were true or something. And then it talks about the Yeti not being real. And I'm like, no, shut her down. Shut her down. <laughs> it made me very, very <laughs> upset that they said it wasn't real. And it was in a book. It wasn't even on Google. <laughs> yeah it damn google i know it oh man it's funny anyway so how the hell you been (laughs) i see you're in salem good nice yeah witch house yes and like lo and behold it's the middle of winter literally it's like summertime right now i see that it's crazy grass it's green everything's so creepily still (laughs) i know nothing's moving Except for me. Except for you. (laughs) (laughs) That is funny. Um, So we are actually recording on um, Zoom today. We're trying different platforms out to see what we like the best and what comes in the best. um, Because we got hit with some snow again last night. Oh, yeah. Because we live in the mitten. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm still wondering why. Why? (laughs) I know. Well, I guess it's probably cheaper than moving and getting new jobs. Maybe. Maybe. If we could just do this, I'd move anywhere. <laughs> just sit in my basement that's and true. record. <laughs> Drink wine. Yes, I don't understand why that's not like a thing. <laughs> what? What's wrong like, with people? I know. Why isn't anybody paying us to do like this? <laughs> in our basements and drink wine and record and listen to ourselves and pretend we're other places. There you go. Where should, where, where should we go next week? Somewhere warm. I'm thinking an island somewhere. All right. What about like, New Orleans? New Orleans? It's not an island, but. No, that's still fun, though. Yeah, yeah. let's go to New Orleans. Let's go. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. <laughs> they got any uses up there. Ears. <laughs> oh, Did you shit. see that thing that I sent you, that meme about the uterus? Yeah, <laughs> Mary. Mama Mary, can you believe what? in March it has been two years since we started this? Or I know actually two years now. Like it was February. We're getting a February when we started recording, but when we first released, two years. I know it doesn't seem that long. It really don't. It doesn't. And I know we've taken a couple months off, but it's just trying to get everything lined back up. But I just can't let it go. I I gotta keep. I gotta keep recording. It's good therapy. But I was like, holy sh- crap, sh- crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> my Facebook memories came up and reminded me that the two years of things that I posted and I was like oh my god two years I know COVID really took a took a hit on everybody this year really did oh most definitely and it just trying to get everything back in line it wasn't all I didn't have like a bunch of bad stuff happen excuse me I had to just pause some things I guess pause <laughs> 
I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> See, this is why it's so weird. Like, I don't mind recording this way, but it's so weird. Because for like two years, we've been next to each other when we record. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find another um sa- sauna recording studio. studio. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I think that's one thing I miss about creative designs was the sauna yes. it was a good little uh, recording studio it was we had so many like awesome memories laughing recording and some of our best episodes came out of there i know it was uh had a lot of fun oh <laughs> <laughs> you might that face i do so okay so as y'all know mama and i hold salem as you can see close to our hearts <laughs> So with that being said, um, we wanted to get into some of the most reported haunted locations out there, besides just the normal witch stories that go along with Salem. Because, um, well, with places like Salem, because it's a tourist attraction, but there's so much more to it than just what you get to see on your tours or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, a lot of it's the history. There's so much history out there, but there's so much history that gets overlooked because of like, well, the witch house, but that's cool as shit. So who wouldn't want to go there? I, I know. You know, and some of the other locations out there when you take the tours and such. So we wanted to hit some of those. Uh, <laughs> what did you have first? <laughs> well, the the first one I had was uh, the Pig's Eye, which mm. is like a restaurant that is on Derby Street. And probably one of the reasons that sticks out the most to me is because when I went to Salem, Derby Street was literally like my arch nemesis of streets. <laughs> Because of the traffic, you, you can't look at like if you were to look at a picture, you can't see it, but it's one way. And Salem is crazy with the traffic. Like it's hundreds of people and they are literally right on your ass driving. And they expect you to be just as rude driving to them as they are to you. Like it's, you can cut people off and it's no big deal. Like literally people would pull out in front of you. And if you were to do it in front of them, it's fine. It's, it's what you're supposed to do. So this street, you couldn't even slow down to even look at what was going on. And it's right down by the Seven Gables house. And uh, I just I just want to slow down on the street. So I wanted to actually look at a pig's eye. I want to look at that restaurant because it was it used to be like back in um, like, you know, the 1700s, it was like a brothel. And there's actual like underground tunnels that go underneath the streets. And it's right on the bay. So pirates and, and sea captains- Arg. Yeah, they would come underneath the tunnels and to go to the brothel. And it was like, it was the red light district. Okay. Derby Street was. That makes sense. That's why I've kind of, so people will say like, you know, not only in that restaurant, but on the street, they'll hear disembodied voices. There's even an apparition of a pirate, literally like Blackbeard Pirate is a well-known pirate that yeah. went through often. And what was it? Captain Kidd and um Captain Bellamy. And I think it, was, it would be pronounced Captain Quelch, but they were just like well-known pirates. I've always loved pirates. Like when I was little, I'd be stories <laughs> of pirates. I don't know. Actually, girl pirates, because I thought they were kind of hot. But there's girl pirates? I want to see a girl pirate. No, I wanted to be a girl pirate. I got our Halloween <laughs> costumes. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. But that was like my my first one that kind of like stuck out to me, only because Der- Derby Street was awful trying to drive down it over and over and over again. Because you, <laughs> to the left, mm-hmm. that's the only way you can go, is like one-way streets. You don't know that until you turn down it. And literally, they're like narrow one-way streets, and you go, God damn it! And it was like the same street 
each time. And you think you smarten up after the fifth time, but no, you don't smarten up at all. You just keep at going all. down the same street. That you're is doing it all over again. That happened to Jamie years ago yeah. when we were out in New York City. Because <laughs> New York City, if you ever driven in there, it is all one way street. So like she goes to turn and then there's these kids that won't get out of her way and they're ra- waving their arms. And she's like, what the hell is their problem? What is going on? She's like, get out of the way. <laughs> she's like, you know, well, man, we were going totally the wrong way. <clears throat> Not something you really want to do there either. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, dude, we're going to get shot. <laughs> Fucking one ways. That's why I stay out of Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo's full of one ways. <laughs> no, thank you. I need to be able to go all ways. <laughs> That's who I am as a person. <laughs> one way or another. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> See what you did there. I know, right? Oh my God, that background. I just love the background. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Hold on. I'm going to get a picture so I can post it on the on the Facebook. Start making ourselves do, back on the Facebook. Do what I do for Lily when she takes pictures of me. Uh-huh. What does she do? Or what do you do? Not what does she do? <laughs> <laughs> this right here. Peace sign. <laughs> this right here. <laughs> <laughs> Work it, girl. Work it, girl. <laughs> Oh my god, I absolutely love it. Freaking great. Um, <clears throat> now people are gonna be like, "Oh, Mary's out in Salem." <laughs> They're gonna be so confused. Uh-huh. It'd be great. <laughs> One time we should put like castles behind us, and like, oh my yeah. god, so many ideas. It's gonna be freaking sweet. <laughs> mm. So, have you heard of the old Salem jail? A little bit, yeah. There was one. It was probably the thing that just got, um, that I was complaining about before we, like, you know, started the show (laughs) (laughs) about my note taking and not wanting to print. Um, I can't remember if it was the jail or the hospital that they, it's now an apartment, but I don't want to say it's the jail. It might be. (laughs) Let's see what my notes say. (laughs) (laughs) So the, the jails on Howard's, or what? (laughs) Okay, so the old Salem jail was, was built in 1813. Um, it's less than a single year later, the Howard Street Cemetery was founded. Oh, this must go on together. So the history of the old Salem jail, local lore at the jail in Howard Street <laughs> Cemetery. So the old Salem jail was built in 1813 and then less than a year later, the Howard Street Cemetery was founded. That's weird. Okay, Tim McGuire, local historian, he's... The owner of Salem Night Tour, Misery and Death at the Old Salem Jail. All right. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> We're just going to skip all that boring <laughs> stuff. Man, all that wasted note taking I did. <laughs> In the early days of the federal style jail, prisoners most commonly met their death by hanging. Hmm, imagine that. Oh, surprise, surprise. Mm. Most tally the hangings at an estimated 50 over the years. Only 50 hangings? 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 Hangings. And they actually did this in the prison's dining area. Like, they didn't even take it outside. Oh, that's kind of creepy. Like, oh, hold on. Dinner's going to be seven minutes late because we have to do a hanging. Like, <laughs> we're going to hang a couple of people. <laughs> yeah, you can get your soup later. And then we're going to feed you. <laughs> I know, freaking nuts. Or I wonder if they used it as, like, mealtime entertainment. Oh. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. Now, all the hangings were done as punishment for crime. More more than 
On one occasion, inmates sought to take their own lives because of the terrible light living conditions. In 1893, the Fitchburg Centennial reported that one Charles Kenny of Lynn hanged himself in a prison cell. A prison guard found Kenny strung up by a towel, which he'd hooked to the wall and thrown his weight against. Oh, wow. How weird. weird. Yeah, I don't want to get into the whole conversation of like... um, uh, suicide uh, personal reasons for that but like huh I didn't realize that they could take towels back to their cells with them maybe that's why they can't anymore maybe that's I did weird. hear that like it was built over um like an old like dungeon where they would do like torture okay in the 7th century I did hear that it was directly below it okay and that was like horrible living conditions I think even oh, when sure. um, they originally shut it down and didn't even have running water the the people would bring them like buckets of water and that's what they would have to use to clean themselves with interesting yeah that's gross (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) not what we are talking about is funny and we're laughing I love about us we can find the humor in anything oh yeah that's why i love us but i'm also scared of us <laughs> yeah i would be too <laughs> some say that the jail's actually um haunted and cursed by what was it a uh, giles cory really yeah that would be interesting i don't know how much of that's true right it's just you know i'm sure we'll find out <laughs> eventually for sure for sure (laughs) so for nearly 177 years the old salem jail it was also formerly known as the essex Essex county correctional institute was a symbol of misery despite a massive renovation um in 1884 and 1885 sorry see um the architect set out to conform the old salem jail to a new victorian aesthetics adding the infamous octagonal cupolis <laughs> on the slate roof as well as the number of prison cells but while the architect managed to marry the federal and gothic styles the interior of the prison still remained a cesspit which you really can't go far off that though when you think about that if you need to redo a prison it still has to be a punishment like these people are like in time out for years at a time like you don't want to uh-huh. make it like nice but maybe not a cesspool but they oh yeah that's true you know need to know that they're being punished we've been wa- oh, what what did we watch was on netflix like the world's worst prisons or whatever okay i shit you not i think it was greenland <laughs> they, they they have like all like these beautiful windows in their room they have a whole kitchen that it, it looks like a like a place for like a bunch of college boys and they have like this one main <laughs> kitchen they get to cook their own food with like knives and everything and there's murderers in there i'm like wait what and this is a prison like i almost want to move there commit a crime so i can go there and have like they're living way better than i am (laughs) is the craziest thing if you ever get a chance check it out because you'd be like okay okay wait um so in 1892 (laughs) a little over a decade um the prisons of the prison's expansion newspaper records accounted for an overflow of prisoners at the salem jail the reason for overcrowding was the county had recently passed an anti-alcohol law <laughs> and the drunks were now all in prison <laughs> holy shit <laughs> well there you go okay i do know where we were in a past life <laughs> I, <laughs> I already know i knew part of it now i know the rest of it <laughs> the rest of the story that is so like 60 minutes <laughs> yes see <laughs> oh 
so like of course the town they worried <clears throat> that unless Essex County repeated the drunk law they would be forced to build a new jail so by 1960s and the 70s the prison was still without modern indoor plumbing inmates were uh, regulated to using five gallon buckets as personal chamber pots once per week they were given leave to use one of the two operating toilets in the whole property oh my god no wonder but okay okay because we're talking about hauntings and such so that is a place like if i I was there and then i crossed over i would certainly not want to go back there (laughs) uh yeah like even while they say that like that um a lot of people who have gone in there have like claimed of hearing people crying and like chains rattling and things like that maybe they're just pissed yeah i would be yeah, I guess maybe they're stuck there. They don't know. Oh, maybe you know, that happens. Um, inmates weren't the only ones paying the price for the for a jail low on the state's priority list. Correctional officers and security guards were forced to pay for their own badges and uniforms. Oh hell to the no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, just no. One of the um old correction officers had said that. The jail has a mystique all of its own. We had to live the same way the inmates lived. The roaches crunched under our feet in the same way. We had to smell the same body odor and stink they did. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> no, I thank you. <laughs> no, I just, oh, that is bad. So I wonder how much they, well, okay. So if they had to buy their own stuff and then still like experience all the same things, you know, step on the same roaches and stuff. I wonder how much they got paid because why would you choose to work there as a guard and have yeah. to like, you know what I mean? You still wouldn't think to be very much. Well, yeah, right, but... The pay yeah. can't be that good yeah. because if they could pay you well enough, then they'd be able to provide those things that you had to pay for. See, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. That doesn't make you any think sense. You just me. go work somewhere else. Exactly. I yeah, like yeah. McDonald's or something. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a McDonald's there somewhere. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a McDonald's on one of the corners, and across the corner, there's going to be a freaking Walgreens. So you know, you got your choice. That's true. Mm. And I'm pretty sure a Dollar General. Mm. DG. <laughs> yeah. The big DG. They're, they're like in the middle of cornfields. And I think there's like three or four on Mars. And it's like the weirdest thing. But no, probably not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. The closing of the old Salem jail. They closed it in 1991. Yeah. That's crazy. That's really, really recent. Um, That's when the inmates were released to make the move to the new facility. Facility. They completely trashed the jail. Food was thrown, trash cans lit on fire, five gallon urine tank buckets hurled at the walls. And according to the news, inmates wrote, We won in toothpaste in the prisoner's rectory. In their rectums. How did they read those? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm dying over here. This is great. So, like, of course, you know, like, the TVs were smashed, windows broken, all that fun stuff. So, by the time the riots quieted, the old Salem jail was a fractured shell. Which you could imagine if they did all that crazy-ass shit to it. Um, so, for the next decade, the property was vacant. Um, vandals would go there. Teenagers, squatters, you know, it, it's just one of those places that calls to those people. It's a place to be when people need to be a place. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Sometimes <laughs> I really love me. <laughs> So the city of Salem actually purchased the abandoned jail in 01 for one doll hair, not 99 cents, not one doll hair and one cent. 
one dollar <laughs> one dollar <laughs> crazy i think that's crazy so and then that that was in desperate hopes that a developer would come along and like you know bring it back to life type of thing maybe not as a jail but they could use it as like uh, a museum who <laughs> Because that's a lot of what Salem is, is museums. Yeah, Which it makes sense. So in 2009, let's see, it wasn't until 2009 that the new Boston Ventures proposed historic luxury apartments. Okay, this is the one. For $10.7 million hairs. Not one hair, <laughs> but $10 million of those MFers. That is crazy. On the first day on the market, 17 of the 22 apartments were swooped up. Wow. Whoa. I'm going to flip a table over here, Mary. Holy shit. These apartments go for $1,000 to $2,700 a month. Okay. So I'm freaking out about that, but I do believe that's like an average out there. Cause like Courtney's out yeah. there and I know that like she pays a lot more than like what we would for something out here. Her, her apartment's like super mm-hmm. duper nice, but I'm like, Oh my God, there's no freaking way, <laughs> you know, just cause yeah. Cause money's different everywhere. <laughs> Oh, that's true. So, so nobody or blah, blah. the people that rented these apartments, they really didn't care what happened there. So, which is kind of weird because I would, because some of, excuse me, that's where they sent like Boston's most notorious criminals was like that jail. Oh yeah. Now it's like, like 20 minutes away. Yeah. And like, I, I just couldn't imagine because that first thing that would hit my mind because doing what we do would be like, oh, that shit's haunted. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be going in there. I'd be eating sage for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, burning it. That's Putting all you. Brownies. Yeah, that's all you would see in my apartment would be sage and crystals and like, oh my god, no, not not even worth it because I wouldn't. I would not be able to pay the twenty seven hundred dollars a month because I'd have to buy sage and tourmaline. <laughs> that's just how it would go so like for all sense and purpose with the opening of the posh real estate the jail's dark and turbulent past was wiped away if only the spirits of old salem jail would allow the past to stay in the past so here's where we come to the ghost stories oh do you have your boots on because it's about to get deep deep Deep. That's what I meant to do with my voice. And went hi. That's weird. <laughs> I have them on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have my slippers on. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> since the jail was abandoned in 1990s, the sightings of ghosts and spirits clearly have been like, oh my god. So, um, those passing by then empty jail swore they saw lights flickering inside despite the fact that the prison was no longer hooked up to the electric electrical circuits eerie screams have been heard at all hours of the day and for those who were brave enough to step in within an abandoned walls often were witness to shadow people lurking in the halls oh that that uh could you imagine like well okay first of all during the day <clears throat> hearing scream like random screams during the day like that yeah, was that's a little creepy. That's almost a little more creepy to me um, than it is hearing it at nighttime because, like, I just cough it up to like my mind playing tricks on me at nighttime because it's dark or you know whatever. It's it's nighttime. Weird shit happens at nighttime. I just tell myself mm-hmm. it's in my head. But during the day when shit like that happens, I'm like, 
it's real. <laughs> because I'm like, it's like 2 p.m. It's sunny outside. Everything's great and wonderful. And I'm hearing whispers or I see a shadow person. I'm like, ah, it's fucking real. But if it was to happen at like midnight or 2 a.m., I'd be like, eh. That's true. It's that's very name. true, actually. Just, yeah. Yeah. That, that's just really, really weird. <laughs> yeah. Weird. <laughs> so, so, oh, oh. Ooh, I got what you real. You ready? Are you I'm ready. In? Are you buckled in? Okay. Uh, sort of. <laughs> strapping in. I'm strapping in. So, okay. Who are these ghosts of old Salem jail? Is it Giles Gorey, the accused warlock who was pressed to death? Or perhaps a number of men who passed through the jail's lot gates? Some that died right there. So I'm going to be coming up on some of the famous people that were imprisoned. Did you know there's nothing in that glass, right? Yeah, I just finished that last. There's, there was a sip in there. <laughs> I grabbed my big one. So I have to keep running upstairs. I'm going to run upstairs because it's empty. Thank you. <laughs> so, okay. The Boston Strangler was there. Okay. So in the 60s. Ooh. Yeah, the Boston Strangler went to it by a variety of names. The Mad Strangler, Boston, the Phantom Strangler, the Green Man, and a bunch of other names. But perhaps one name he almost never went by was Albert DeSalvo, the man behind the 13 murders. <laughs> I may have to like make a note and put this on True Crime Excel that kind of looks... It looks like a good one. Sounds like a good one. It does. I'm going I'm to I'm put a little star. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> I know my awesome note. So, okay. <laughs> Starting in June of 1962, the Boston Strangler's murder spree through Boston was both calculated and, like, well, clearly took everybody by shock. Uh, he had an elusive ability to coerce women into letting them, wow, let them into their apartments in which he would strangle the women with nylons. Mm-hmm. Wow. So he must have been like a Rico Suave, like Ted Bundy. Uh-huh. Crazy. Uh, the 13 known murders, the nylon stocking method was successfully executed a total of eight times. The rest of the strangler's victims were stabbed. That is crazy. Oh. Um, Albert came into the picture when he allegedly entered a woman's home, posing as a detective. Wow, in 64. After assaulting her, he left and was later identified as the woman's raper. Um, Albert was immediately locked up in the old Salem jail. He confessed his I identity as the notorious Boston Strangler to his fellow inmate, Nasser, who was reported, oh, who told his attorney, uh, F. Lee Bailey. So that's how that got out. He was in for rape and then confessed to one. But I've heard of that, that they do that, though, like in prisons and whatnot, when they think that they have a killer, they'll put them with somebody that they'll either they think that they get along with or that they do. And then they'll be like, you guys are stuck in here in solitary together and hoping that the other one will flip on the other one. Mm -hmm. But wow, that's we'll crazy. Fighting and talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Albert was sentenced to life in prison in 67. He escaped from Bridgewater State Hospital a few months later. He was caught and then put back in prison, and then he was stabbed to death six years later. Uh, oh, wow. Well, I guess that's karma for you. Yeah, usually he'll come back one way or another. I'm assuming, especially like, if, well, okay, I'm going to get on like topics that we should probably talk on True Crime XL. Anyway, um, so... <laughs> Old Salem's jail's most famous inmate is the Boston Strangler, but does he haunt the jail? Uh, say, it's 
possible that his spectral presence is the cause of many people feeling a threatening vibration in there. Okay, first of all, I wouldn't say it was just his spirit doing that. That's true. Because if you're in there, yeah, if you're in there, you're in there for some bad murder, er, bad murders, (laughs) some bad things that you did. Like, you're not going to get an easy feeling Mm -hmm. being around any of those people, whether they're in like our meat suit form or in ghost form you're you're not gonna feel okay with that um so over the years there's been a number of escapes from the jail as well um and then people have claimed to see full body body apparitions sprinting across the front lawn as though desperate to finally make it out in the dead of night when these ghosts are seen the sound of chains rattling is never far behind no (laughs) right dude i want to go there so in Salem's jail history, there has been countless of well-planned prison breaks. Um, 1891, the Boston Post announced another or another one that had happened. So these were happening in like mid-1800s. Charles Duncan escaped September 28th of 1880. He assaulted and almost killed a, the prison guard trying to get out. Um, the, the, attack, bleh, the attack left the guard completely blind. <laughs> it goes on to say that. Sorry, he wasn't the brightest of criminals, so he probably wasn't very smart, obviously, because he got caught <laughs> in the first place and got thrown in prison. Hello. So he he was in there for forgery. For stealing a horse. He stole a horse. That horse's ass. I uh, so many things I want to say to that. Um, so he ended up <laughs> in the Salem jail. Uh <laughs> he had been on Let's say Willard had been on the run for a decade and was 59 years old. Berkshire, oh, there was another breakout in 1947. It says four desperate prisoners welding guns seized and held control of the Essex County Jail for almost an hour early today. And after overpowering two guards, calmly changed into sport clothes, robbed the guards of $140 and fled in a stolen car. Okay, they're going to need to pay their guards a lot more money to do what they're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because who just breaks out of like a like you already know that you got some of the most hardened criminals in there. I don't care what century it was. Like, come on, how does that just happen? Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then what? What they probably had like a Model T car. Like, what's it go like? <laughs> Mach point zero seven. Like. <laughs> Oh, man. So they were clearly caught and then sent back. Another prison break. Um, This one's famous for its creativity. So a group of prisoners <laughs> for months dug a hole behind their wall. Uh, says they used toothpaste to glue the bricks back together and then concealed their escape plan with a poster. I'm pretty sure I've seen that in a movie or a show. Yeah, shot. The shocking redemption, I think it was. Yeah, absolutely crazy. So the reason I got into that is because people are reporting seeing like these happening from ghost apparitions. That'd be cool. The right? I'd be like, oh, <laughs> you guys do know you died, That's how right? You do it. <laughs> it's 2021 <laughs> now. Sorry, guys. Like, oh my god. And then. Some of the spirits go back to the Civil War era, which is kind of cool, too. So one of the upstairs windows of the jail, it's not uncommon to see a a shadow person up there. Um, It is said that he's um, seen holding a candle and roams from room to room. Huh. Sorry. I'm like, hmm. So who is? There's, okay. So Confederate soldiers were also, or it's, also said that they were in prison in the Salem jail as well. So like you can see them walking around and they're wearing like the 19th century clothing, 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 too much wine and it's Sunday. (laughs) 
So and it's also said that they can be seen, but they can also be heard. Like their agonizing cries can be heard throughout like all the night. Like and then seen like when you see this candle in the windows. I think that is so crazy. Oh man. <laughs> I, I'm reading. Oh man. So in nineteen oh six, Harry Houdini once staged one of his great prison escapes there. Oh, that's a fun fact. Yeah, he it says um he stripped naked and strapped on three pairs of handcuffs and two pairs of leg irons. <laughs> Story of my life, buddy. Oh. <laughs> he was put in the middle cell and in less than 13 minutes later had managed to escape his confines. He, he pulled his clothes back on, unlocked the rest of the cells, handcuffed himself to a prisoner, and hightailed it to the front street to shadow off the city marshal and the other degenerates there. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. It says, from warlocks to Civil War soldiers, from Harry Houdini to the Boston Strangler, this jail has witnessed the lowest of low and the highest of high. What do you think of that? Well, that's all you can do. It's <laughs> actually really interesting. That is interesting. I would like to look into that a lot deeper. I'm all like, I did research this. It was half-assed research because that just happens from time to time. <laughs> But it, it, wow, that is interesting. I, I would love to do like when we get to go out there, um, go there, clearly visit it, but also go at nighttime, go at day and nighttime. Uh huh. Oh yeah. See what we can get. Cause that, that that would be so cool. And just to go there, cause it would be cool. What else you got? <laughs> well, let's see here. Well, I got um the Hawthorne Hotel, which is actually um, oh, yeah, it was built. You know later but uh yeah. they say that you can also see um the ghost of bridget uh i want to say jones but i know that's a movie but bridget uh, bishop she was one of yes, the first bishop. ones that were executed in um the witch trials yep but it said that the the building or the, the hotel itself is built on part of her property where she had her apple orchards yeah because they so, smell the apples there you smell apples. yeah like you know like the baking apples when you know nothing's baking they say that often like people would report having um lights turning off and on hearing tapping they say that room uh, i do believe it's like 325 is reportedly like really haunted people who have stayed there have woken up and heard um, a baby screaming and crying but obviously there's nothing in there because they didn't have a baby um let's what else was there baby oh like um and the well not just with the hotel, but all over Salem in general, they also they also report what you would call a white la- white lady, but she's seen all through Salem. The white lady, like <laughs> yes. Well, I think that's like a typical haunting anyway. But a lot of people say that um, it's actually Mary Corey, which is Gail Corey's yes. wife. Yeah. Uh, they say they often they see her roaming throughout the town. Okay. Very interesting. Yeah, we're going to have to switch over. Like when we get out there, like being on like a third shift schedule. (laughs) So we can venture at nighttime. Yeah, we're going to have to. Because I already know I can't stay up past like 7.30. 8.30 is like pushing the limits. And that's when I've had like eight bangs for the day. (laughs) I know. Seven o'clock's like literally my bedtime. Most you ready for bed yet? He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, because I'm tired. Well, he's, he, but he's snoring in the chair. But he's gonna be like, you really <laughs> ready for bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that that that's what guys do. So of course the witch house, because well, that's where you're at. Yeah, right here. <laughs> like, because that's where you're at. <laughs> now in this, now that says the witch house, but and I wondered this too, because I know that's also the Proctor house. The witch house is the witch house is separate from the Proctor house. That's Proctor what I thought, but that yeah, 
That's Peabody. Is aren't you in front of the Proctor House? That's the Proctor uh, this House. Is, this is the witch house. They all look a lot alike. Okay. If you see the sign, okay. it's backwards. Okay. Yeah, I, I see the witch house and I was like, wait, what is happening right now? Okay. Well, a lot of the houses that are from that century are that color. And look, yeah, look this is like that. House. Okay. Okay. The Corwin house. house looks a lot like this too, except for it's bigger. Okay. That house that you're that you're at. <laughs> the house that you're at is also known as the Corwin house. Mm-hmm. The judge. I'm like, yep. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So what about the old Burying Point Cemetery? That's on Charter Street in Salem. So it's, it's home to many key figures responsible for the 1692 Salem Witch Trials. One of the people laid to rest in the cemetery is Judge Hawthorne, or mm-hmm. also known as the Hanging Judge. Dun, dun, dun. That asshole. He's probably the one that got us in trouble. I know. That's, that's <laughs> where your uh, headstone is. Is it? I'm like, it is. is it? <laughs> and it's so weird because when you go there, Mm-hmm. It's literally in the middle of the city. So it's right. not where you would think you would find a cemetery. Well, that's where uh uh the oh the hollows. Is that am I saying the trees where they were hung? They're like in the they were like in the middle of somebody's backyard in town. And yeah, now that, they got it like cleared out, but that's at Proctor's Ledge. Mm-hmm. And originally where this cemetery is, they thought that's where it happened. That's why they right, yeah. built a memorial there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And a, a lot of people say that's where they see uh, that Mary Giles uh, spirit there, too. Yeah, the wife. It's because it has all the, like, you know, a, a plaques for them. But in Peabody, and Peabody is only just a couple of miles away from Salem. It's right on the edge yeah. of Salem and Peabody. That's where you see Proctor's Ledge. And okay, yeah. That's where, and it really is. It's the that whole um, thing is like really on a side street it's super weird because you feel like you shouldn't be there because there's a house right across the street and it's like in the middle of just i don't know you wouldn't expect it to be there where it's at but i do know that 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 woods is very haunted because there's been people who have walked through there at night and experienced Mm -hmm. a lot of different things well they say that um if you go to that cemetery at nighttime and like, let's say you're clicking pictures of the headstones and stuff. Now, when they go look back on those pictures, they claim to see Judge, Haw- excuse me, the ghost of Judge Hawthorne in their, in their pictures. That doesn't surprise me that, that, cause um, it's, it says too, like, that's so active that it like feeds off into the other businesses mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that are local. I think it's called like, is that Murphy's, Murphy's Pub? literally right next door and they often see the spirit there they see the white lady there and also i think a woman in um blue huh woman in blue <laughs> um interesting it is interesting uh these other locations of course you know we we want to <laughs> so weird <laughs> we want to go see all the locations like that are known or whatever i don't know why i keep doing that with my eyes but i do because <laughs> you're surprised you mean it um but i also want to make a list of places like this that we get to go see that aren't like you know on on the tours and stuff like that that you get to take and clearly go out at nighttime so we can get pictures Uh uh-huh the shizzle my nizzle (laughs) oh yeah that's right i decided i am a what is it oh no i forget Hold on. I got to it's here. I just got to find a um um oh cuz I cuz I thought I was like totally gangster on the video podcast the other night. It was a really long 2 hours. Um I am a hog thug. 
laughing. <laughs> I see you laughing, but I don't hear it yet. Because <laughs> there's this shirt that says Crystal Lovin', Chakra Balance, and High Vibin', Hug Thuggin', Spiritual Gangsta. Oh, I don't. You should get it. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, that's so great. (laughs) A hug thug. (laughs) I love that. Anyway, anyhow, did you have any more? (laughs) I like went all into that jail. So, well, Mm. no, that's all right. Well, we do have like the bunghole liquor. Well, okay. It's a liquor store, I think. Bunghole. I know, right? Well, okay. So you were cutting out. And I thought that you said bunghole, right? Bunghole liquor, liquor. I did. I did. I, <laughs> Not I, that I want you to lick mine. I had to make sure that what it's called. <laughs> you got. You gotta say the best for last. Is that as no? Weird. This isn't porn. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> but way back, it used to be a funeral home. And then, like, way back in, like, Prohibition, it was, um, because speak easy. They'd go in the basement, and they'd get together, and they would drink. But now it's just a liquor store. But they do have apparitions that show up. Like, there's a woman who's always, like, in the wine section. I wonder and, if she and another like one us. That the <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> They're like, oh, there's liquor. Sarah Mary Bassett again. <laughs> Bunghole liquors. <laughs> Well, you have um also like the Joshua Ward house. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Extremely haunted. It's one of the most actually popular hauntings that are in the town. Um, it was with George Corman, the sheriff. Right. He was the one that would uh, do the hangings. He actually tortured him. He even had like a dungeon in the bottom, you know, at the bottom of his house where he would take the witches and torture them to get confessions. Now they tore that house down, but they say that they built the Joshua Ward house over it. And so like they they have pictures where they they actually have one woman who um took a Polaroid, I forget what her name is, she actually captured an actual female apparition on that. And they say that you know it's just a, a witch that he tortured, you know, back in the sixteen hundreds. But they do, you know, have evidence of it actually being, you know, George Corwin, but you know, Giles because he was the one who was what was that? That stone to death, but had the stones yeah. placed on him until he died. Yeah. And that was by the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Like something else weird too about that is when uh, the sheriff died, they literally buried him in the basement. When they tore down the house and rebuilt a new house, they removed the body. But I thought that was odd. Like that was kind of weird. Could you imagine like living in a house and having someone buried in your basement? I loved one like that. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, no, thank it's you. I spend a lot of time in my basement. I don't want any bodies down here with me. I keep my bodies in the trunk. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there I mean, you go. Wait, what? Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to have to get edited out. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> so uh, we're, our trip out there is going to have to take like a month. Maybe two months. Yeah. Maybe. It would be nice to have a house out there. Like, like we're the only one out there during the summer, though, because I hate cold weather. I mean, I can totally so, take a during leave the summer would absence great. from work. They already said they're okay with it, so I'm just like throwing years. that out there. Like two years. Yeah, I'm out of like two years, guys. No biggie. <laughs> Please don't replace me. <laughs> so, do you have any more on any more? <laughs> oh, I think I. 
that was the gist of it. Let me see okay. here. Well, you have um, oh, what's it called? The the bookstore, and that's like actually right down in the center of town. And it's okay. at the part where um, let me see if I can find the name of that name of it. But at this spot, it's really it's cool because nobody can drive down there. So when you walk when you walk down, it's like where the old city hall is. And, okay. Um, it's right on the corner, and I've I've seen like um paranormal shows where they actually went in there to do an investigation, and it okay. was like they they did it in a Ouija board. It's haunted, haunted with like evil spirits, like demon type thing. Let's see if I can. Okay, Mister Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> I know, kidding. but um, of course I can't find it. And the house of Seven Gables. That's that's reportedly yeah. really haunted. That wasn't built until after like the witch trials. Yeah, but um, they say that it's very active. I didn't get any like really big stories from it. Like other the, the biggest one I picked up on was the Joshua Ward house. That would have seemed the most active. Yes, I had that on the notes that wouldn't print off. <laughs> But the old jail, I think that would be cool to to see. However, you can't because now it's apartments, but it would be cool. Yeah, that is cool. Maybe we can make friends, people that live there. Wicked Good Books. We could try. (laughs) What what was the name of the bookstore? Wicked Good Books. Why would it be called anything else? It wouldn't. It would never be called anything else. I know, right? That's just silly. That area is pretty cool, though. It has a lot of cool stores down there. Hmm. Yeah, I I remember from the 1600s. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I remember. I remember. (laughs) (coughs) I just seen this meme. Sorry. It says January was a tough year, but we made it. (laughs) That's kind of true. I'm like, oh my God, I felt that in my soul. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so if you have any stories on Salem, of course, we would love to hear them. Email us. Email them into paranormalxl at writeme.com. That is one more time. Paranormalxl at writeme.com. Mama just <laughs> loves it when I say that. So I had to. <laughs> I do. <laughs> And if you haven't already followed us on Facebook, please do. Oh, mom, tell them about your other podcasts and stuff that you got going in your new, the shop and everything. Oh, well, we have a uh, cryptic frequencies that we do every two weeks, um, usually on a Saturday. It's just a paranormal and then, you know, odd things. And then my store at 325 East Green Street in Hastings. I do classes and readings, but Sarah does the same thing because she has her own place or Gigi. Gigi has her own thing. <laughs> Got her own shiznit going on. We do. And someday we hope to live like we don't live like super far apart, but we live far enough apart where it's like, oh, man, because if we had a shop together, it would be up the hook. You guys wouldn't even know what to do with us. <laughs> we would blow shit up. Not yeah. really blow shit up. We would have a room where you could just strictly fun. flip tables. That'd be fun. Not just in the little app that I have where you flip the tables oh, yeah. and stuff. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, so in a, <laughs> we have what? Sorry, I'm like, ooh. Um, so yeah. So like we have a whole bunch of other stuff going on. 
we I do have some ideas to I don't want to say make the podcast better because well I think it's already awesome enough and you guys are proving that because we were <laughs> we haven't put anything out in like two months and the numbers have almost like tripled and I don't check them very much anymore and I've just about like pooped myself <laughs> not even gonna lie I was like oh my god so thank you all for the support like it's just insane um so yeah, I trying to throw together some more ideas and whatnot, making it a little more exciting, maybe a little more in, I want to say bleh, interactive with our um, listeners and such. Uh, so and then once you know everything calms down with Rona, we get out of our restrictions because where we live, we're still like in prison, and I'm not really for sure why, but I can drive two hours and eat in a restaurant, but I can't up here. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Once all that, you know, and the weather gets nicer, our restrictions get lifted, we will be doing some awesome shit and bringing you some awesome shit too, including Salem and other locations that we plan on going um, and just having fun and bringing you guys along with us. Am I saying anything wrong? No, <laughs> it sounds beautiful. I know. I, I'm super excited. Uh, so, so I'm... I'm I wrote my own notes and I'm wondering, so I am doing what I can and that is the plan. So when there is time, I can get it to work. What? Apparently I had too much wine when I was writing these notes too. (laughs) So here's the plan and I'm going to get it to work. And yeah, and you guys are going to get to see some awesome shit. Uh, (laughs) Jesus. Mary and I need to get together and have a business meeting. Because I, I do enjoy the way that we got to record today, and I would love to put out some, um, how do we want to put that? Some I said put out some videos, but not with all the podcasts, because I want to stay old school, and where we came from is the audio, but then add in, you know, maybe once a month we do a video thing like this, where we get in, and you can see us, you can see us talking, we can show you our props, you guys can see our our faces, our hands, our faces, because we make faces at each other. <laughs> our hands continuously. Too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's just all freaking craziness, and it'll be a good time. But anything else, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. So, okay, love you all. And remember, stay kind, stay humble, and don't yuck someone else's yum. Ever. <laughs> I miss that so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so.